Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Hey y'all, it's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. I'm so excited to talk to our guest today because when I got back from this amazing experience that this brand and this property put on for luxury wedding and event planners, I was completely blown away. It's like probably one of my very favorite that I've ever been to. And I've been on a lot of trips. Um, So we're going to talk about that today and share some of the behind the scenes. So if you don't have on flip flops and shorts and a hat, like put that on and come to the beach with us. So Chris, welcome to the show. Angela, so good to see you. And uh, this is awesome. It's great to reconnect. Yay. I'm so excited. I clearly we're not sitting on the beach together, um, but it's all good in the future. Right. But we were and, um, you know, not too long ago. And so before we jump off and talk about where we were in the whole experience, give us a little bit of background on who's Chris, how'd you get into hospitality and how'd you end up in the position that you're in right now? Sure. Sure. Uh, it's just kind of a fun story. Uh, I grew up in the hospitality industry. Um, one of, one of my family members was involved in hotels and, uh, I was going to school to be a teacher studying history. thought I would go into law school and eventually, uh, become a lawyer and uh, started parking cars wow. in college. Yeah, so I did like valet in front of the house and then worked my way through the operations. And uh, one day someone approached me and said, you know, you're, you're wasting your talents in the operation. You should join us on the sales side of things. And, uh, and the rest is kind of history. I've been moving around. My career you know, landed me in some amazing destinations. I'm born and raised in Southern California. I've been on the East Coast, the Bay Area, out to Hawaii multiple times. And now, uh, and my most recent role was uh, with the Waldorf Astoria here in Las Vegas. So I still get to call Las Vegas home, uh, but I get the um, extreme privilege to now represent the Conrad Punta de Mita from home in Vegas. And um, it's really rough. I have to spend half my time on desti- in the destination and half my time home office. So somebody has to do it. And uh, it's just lucky to be me. Oh, it sounds so exhausting. <laughs> and okay, I if know. you're watching this, like whenever um, y'all first reached out, which you reached out through uh, one of my, he's my travel husband and we just gotten off the trip together. And he's like, there's this thing in Punta Mita. And I really think that you should come and see it and like get some footage of it. We can like do some TikToks. I just think it would be really good. Like there's a spot open. Are you available? And I'm like, Punta Mita, what's that? (laughs) And I'm pretty well traveled and we've done a lot of weddings like in islands in the Caribbean and Mexico and I'm like Googling it. Right. But you know, when your travel husband says you got to come, it doesn't really matter what Google says. Right. Because it's all about the relationship. And so I'm like, well, I I asked my assistant and she's like, we'd have to move this and move that, but like, we can make it work. I'm like, okay, then we're going to make it work. And then on top of that, 
I got like, you know, the formal invite and they're like, you can bring a plus one. And I'm like, what? I don't ever bring plus one. I don't have a plus one, <laughs> but usually I'll bring like, you know, my assistant or one of our team members, you know, but that's rarely offered from any brand or any resort to, to now, if, if you don't travel a lot, guys, I know it seems super luxurious, but it's still work to like pack and go through all the travel stuff. And, you know, it's, it's not a tough life, but oftentimes we're the ones taking care of everything. And so it was so nice to actually be treated like an actual guest. And it was just, it was done so freaking well, but we're going to jump into that. But I, I want to know, even before the event, can you share a little bit about Conrad? Uh, the the brand I know for me it's kind of a newer brand because we had we the first time we worked with Conrad was just a handful of years ago for a, a huge entrepreneur organization event and people call us a little high maintenance I'm like we know what we want how is that high maintenance so we're good communicators like we run businesses um, but I'm like if this hotel can nail it and if they can nail this group of 500 plus executives from around the world, I'm pretty sure they could pull off a luxury wedding. And that was in DC. And that was just a few months before. So when, when Brian told me it's the Conrad and Punta Mita, it's much more private than he's like, it's not like a Cancun or a Cabo and, uh, or, uh, Playa del Carmen. And, and he's like, just, just move your schedule and come. And he's like, I'm bringing my best friend. And he's like, but you can bring a plus one. I'm like, well, you would be my plus one. So <laughs> it's all good. Um, so everything was just done so well, but I would love to know from your perspective, like how did, how was the idea born and what collaboration took place to like, get it going on the behind the scenes of it? Sure. Sure. Well, uh, thank goodness for your, your work husband, right. For the, for, for cluing you in because uh, it was awesome to have you, but uh, you know, the, the Conrad brand is a luxury brand within the Hilton family, right? Um, and uh, within Latin America, we were the first to come, you know, to come alive. We opened the hotel in um, September of 2020, probably the worst time in the history of our, of the world, not even just our industry, to try to open a resort. But, uh, but we did it, right? Uh, and one of the things that we saw, not just with, with Conrad and Punta de Mita, but overall, like with our collection of hotels is that one of the things that continued on was weddings, right? Um, corporate events, it was very easy to say, hey, the state doesn't work due to the pandemic or whatever, but to tell a bride that your date has to move or that we have to cancel or they had to cancel, like, what you know, the thought was that love continues on, right? And these weddings were so important, not only to our success as a hotel, but also just to keep that relationship alive um, with these couples because it was heartbreaking, you know, with the pandemic and these shifts of, um, all the different uh, rules and regulations in the different destinations. So one of the things that, you know, when we thought about this, it was kind of, we knew that this market segment was going to continue on, right? Love is going to conquer all, right? And so uh, that, that was really the, the starting point, right? And, and so when we started thinking about it, we said, well, we want to be sure that we showcase the resort and its full capabilities, but also culturally too, that, that we're diverse, right? That we're open to, you know, multiple cult cultures, LGBTQ, you know, whatever it may be. And so we, we kept thinking, and then we said, you know, this really should act like a wedding. And so that's where the plus one concept came on, right? Because, uh, 
you know, again, traveling, you travel a lot, I travel a lot, being away from your spouse or your plus one uh, is difficult, right? And so we were like, if this is really going to be a wedding, let's include those people and really throw a party that's going to be memorable, right? Uh, and so that's where it kind of started. And then, and then we kind of continued to brainstorm and the invite came out as the general manager's wedding. And, um, and that's where, you know, it all kind of, you know, the think tank opened up wide and we, and we really got creative as a team of how we could, um, really have some fun with the event. Let me just give you like an overview, like a snapshot y'all. So first off, you know, get on an airplane, you go, and then you get there and it's like, everything was super smooth. The airport was nice. It was clean. It was a part that of, of an area of Mexico I'd never been to. I can't even heard of it. And, um, yeah. you know, that, that matters, you know, when people land and then you all took care of the transportation, it was very comfortable. Everyone was very, not only polite, but it's just like, they're trained well, like from every single thing, from the person opening the door to put your luggage in, um, getting you there. And then, you know, there were every day y'all had a theme. And I think one of my favorite things ever was getting it was almost kind of like a Pinterest board um, that Brian sent me. And he's like, here, this is all the stuff you need to pack. And I'm like, damn, this is kind of a lot for, I think like three and a half days, but, <laughs> but I'm like, but I love the concept. And then I loved it even more when I got there, but I'm like, this is so well organized and everything was thought through. And it's like, my God, it actually inspired me. I came home, my team, they're like, oh dear God, what did you learn this time? What are we changing now? <laughs> but it's like, you know, one of the most common questions we get as a planner is what should I wear, especially if it's an outdoor wedding. And so I'm like, what if, you know, we did like inspiration boards and start putting them on the, our bride's websites, which we don't do a ton, 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 ton anymore, just because I like to be on the, the education side of, you know, bringing people together. And so we're selective. We work with a certain number of people who want to do destination, but then we also have gotten into like executive travel. And, and I think from a perspective of like, being an EO member and then working with people who have very high expectations and then working with the luxury brides, like the way you all married all literally married it all together, <laughs> especially like the diversity. I mean, one day a theme um, was Jewish. And so at the wedding where we were guests, it's like, instead of like having a, and it was, it was a cute little ceremony. And I just, I loved all the little outfit changes and everything. It was so fun. But y'all explained it and there were planners there like high-end luxury planners that had never done a Jewish wedding before they'd never done an Indian right. wedding before they had never done an LGBTQ wedding before and so it was so cool to like experience that with them being like oh my god I had no clue and it also like I just feel like leveled up that Sierra song level up level up <laughs> that's what they it really like yeah. it took the education to the next level and I think for people um the and I'm specifically talking about the plus ones just because I had a lot of conversations with people like wedding planning in in our area of the world and design isn't taken as serious as it's getting better it's getting better but it's like a luxury it's not like needed right but actually these days like it kind of is needed but the way that everything was explained, the plus ones were like, holy cow, like there's so many right. different, not only to the look and the colors, but the education and knowing like you, some of the men, they were like, what are these hats? You know, like the key for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the Jewish part yeah. and, and the weather was perfect. And that was something else you can always count on. But it was like, 
the whole, in, everything that was done, like with the Bharat and the Indian ceremony, and then the reception and like the wow factor and the smoke machines. And, um, and then the pool party with the floats, that was the best. I, I mean, I've, we've never ever done anything like that for a client and every planner, most of us had not done that before. And we're like, we can sell this any day. And then of course it was all over social media. And not only was it all over social media, but from a marketing perspective, again, the way you guys did it was so amazing because you told us exactly what you wanted. We got, I go to conferences and, and sometimes, I mean, I'm paid to speak and be there. And I'm like, well, do you want me to do a video? What hashtag do I use? Who do I tag? What are all the, I mean, it's like you guys had the, I don't want to call it like a brochure, but it was like a, a booklet of like all the people's pictures and like our bios and, and what the F we do. And like, it was, and then Jennifer sent me the digital copy because of course I'm like, I want the digital copy, but it was just <laughs> every event was so well thought out. And on top of that, the team and the staff and the experiences and the vendors and the partners, I did not have one one negative or bad experience at all. Like, and I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you. Um, I mean, I, I kind of notice everything because we want that, yeah. but that's why it's so I, important I think, you know, to, to go to the brand and go to the hotel. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's so many beautiful parts of the world and so many beautiful resorts, but it's really the people that make it different. Right. And so um, for us to provide an environment for our team members to shine. And, and really, you know, we shared the overarching concepts, but then we, we let the operation shine, right? Hey, here's our goals and here's our plan. What are your thoughts? And we had them buy in. And when you have total buy-in, uh, it just adds to the success of the event. Um, you know, and, and we really, going back to the itineraries and, you know, the outfits and, you know, all of that, like we wanted to really, for some people, this might've been the first travel coming out of the pandemic. So we really wanted to just take the thinking out of it and, and really provide something again, that was educational, but it had to have some fun. And I think we accomplished that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and also too, it, it was not like your typical like conference. And I don't even think the word conference was attached to it. Right. Um, not at all. It, I mean, it wasn't, it, you all had a theme and the theme and the brand of the theme was carried out everywhere throughout. And, and again, it was done. Everything was done so tastefully. And, and then again, we really, it was like a three-day wedding y'all. And so it's like, we did activities and then we rotated. And then it's like, you have a perception in, in your head. At least I do. I mean, I think everybody does. And when there's holes and there's gaps, you make shit up because you want to complete the story, <laughs> but it's right, like, right. All the activities, I'm like, okay, there's an activity in the spa. So I'm probably going to get like a 20 minute chair massage. That'll be great. No, it wasn't like that at all. The coolest <laughs> experience of the local culture and how you all really embrace the local culture. And like, again, not only did you make everybody, everybody shine. And that's the, the culture is so different. It's one thing to make a bride shine on her wedding day. Like every bride should feel like a princess. But when everybody's not on the same page from a culture perspective of, of the positivity and the, the yeses, and then they'll go behind the scenes and they'll, they'll be like, okay, they're asking for this. What exactly does that mean? You know, it's like behind <laughs> the scenes, you know, as a planner, we get those funny questions sometimes, but it, it, it was just, it was, it was done so well. And then, and then again, having like the GM, you know, renewing everything and, and all 
the makeup and the hair and the outfits. And you all kind of treated us like bridesmaids almost, you know, with like the, the, um, the bags being delivered, like every little detail was done so well. So from, from a, a Conrad and from like a company culture, specifically in Punta Mita, like I, you know, the Conrad is y'all, it's a great brand. It's a great luxury brand. And, but the company culture was the same in DC as it was there. Cause you know how you'll go to one place or like one Ritz Carlton, you can go to every Ritz Carlton usually. And it's pretty consistent because they have a great training pro program. Not every place does. And it was very consistent. And these people were so happy. And my, oh my God, my favorite part y'all is when you actually invited the all of the employees to like be part of like the dancing so they were like party motivators yeah. and then they were introduced yeah. as like kind of like we would introduce a wedding party into a, you know to the band or whatever which was like the final night after the Indian ceremony after the bride the Indian ceremony and it was just um though you could just tell how happy those people were to like be at work right right <laughs> right Talk to us a little bit about like, what's the secret sauce of like, not that you're going to give away our secrets, but like, how is it the, is it the culture in that part of Mexico and, and the people are just like that? Um, or is it something that's more, you know, a combination of, you know, in, internal processes that really help the foundation of the culture there, like locally? Sure. Yeah, no, I think it's a little bit of both. And, um, you know, uh, and kudos to our general manager, Marcos Abbott, uh, and he's such a good sport, right? So we brought him the idea and we said, hey, you're, you're the guest, you know, you're the, you're the host, right? And okay, and he's thinking, I'm going to get married once. And it's like, no, 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 you're going to get mul multiple times. And, and by the way, um, Danielle, your wife has to, to buy in too. And so the two of them, they, they really did embrace it. And, and Marcos' wife, she is such a good sport. She um, comes from the industry. She was in the events background. So she understood understood uh the goals of the event and she she jumped right in and 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 helped us out so kudos to those two because it was a lot right like she you know she was getting her henna and, and multiple uh things and, and multiple gowns and and she was just a great sport so anyway as it pertains to the team members i think again just it is a little bit of culture you know um the mexican culture specifically in that part of mexico is very welcoming um you know you hear the term mi casa su casa my house your house uh but we elevate that a little bit. So it is very friendly. You know, um, I like to say, you know, when a server even presents a plate in a restaurant, you almost see them hover to see if you enjoy it because it's as if they cooked it themselves. They, they, they want to see that gratification. And if not, they're going to make it right immediately. Um, and so you have that. And then again, you get that buy-in on, on the type of event that we're having. And because it is so inclusive and you're touching so much cultures, including the Mexican culture, um, they were just totally bought in and had a lot of fun with it. And to see it pay off and to see you guys with your smiles, I think that is their, their currency, right? So when they get invited into the ballroom and to be celebrated and see how spectacular it turned out at the end of the week and all the smiles and all the questions and all the, you know, assistance they provided you, that, that's the secret sauce, right? And so now, now they they asked me, cause you know, like I said, I spent half my time there, um, Typically, the first or second question I get is, when's the next event? Who's coming in? What weddings are they? Did they participate in crazy little thing called love? You know, um, so it's cool. They're bought in, right? And, and they're part of the team. And they're part, 
they're in the operation, but they're part of the sales and marketing team because without them, um, we can't have success in, in delivering these types of events. And that is one thing that I really, really want to highlight because we have done, we had events that were supposed to happen in 2020 that we just did like recently, like right before I came and, um, we had great relationships with these two sales managers and we've worked with these girls for over a decade and wherever they go, which one of them goes like every two to three years and opens up a new hotel, we go and the business goes because she's amazing. But after COVID, the labor became a problem and I didn't realize it until I was in it. In fact, I wasn't even there. I was at a, a party, a Christmas party, because it was a Christmas event and my team was there and my team lead was like, Angela, it's a sit down dinner, six courses, Italian family, and three servers showed up. We had 22 tables of 10. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't, well, first off, I didn't even get the message or the Marco Polo till hours later. <laughs> but this is oh, again, it's we're probably training. a good thing, actually. <laughs> it is training because you know what? She stepped up, she took care of it. But the biggest problem, and this was a brand new hotel. And with, and they're a great brand, but they didn't think through the whole load in situation with events going up and down. They had one back elevator. It was a shit show in the back end. And so I was like, oh my God, you know, we always do a wrap meeting at the end. I'm like, is it going to be this way, especially for destination weddings? You know, in my head, I'm thinking like, oh my God, it's going to be hard to, I just, I ask different questions now when you go through a pandemic that you've never been through before. It's like, okay, are right. you sure? And if all your servers have COVID and call out, what's your backup plan? Who's the staffing company? Like, these are the questions you have to think about now, but going there. And I mean, I talk to people, I talk to the wall. I just ask them, I'm like, are you happy? <laughs> how long have you been here? Like, how long have you worked at the brand or what Conrad did you come from or what Hilton property did? I was shocked at how many people were really local. And like they, they had been there for a long time or they had been with the Hilton brand for a long time or they've been with another Conrad. So it, it's like every single person had some type of a story that was five plus years, every person. So that just goes to tell you that it's like you get one or two great people, they bring their friends. And usually their friends are totally. a lot like them, you know? So I'm like the culture here, it's, it's just, it's so good. And, and the, the, destination things that I've been on, like for conferences and stuff, labor is, is a little bit, a little bit of a concern, um, everywhere. It's a worldwide issue right now, but it didn't seem to be an issue at all. <laughs> no, no, we're very lucky. Like where we are in our part of the world, like we don't have the same labor issues that we're seeing, you know, in, in other parts of the world. And again, I was in Vegas before and, and it was a challenge, you know, running a luxury resort with, with less staff. It's it just, the customer expectation is is up there when you're when you're driving these luxury brands, and you know, fortunate for us, uh, you know, the destination really is rooted in luxury. You know, with our competitors that have been in the market for for quite some time, and so when you open a new resort, obviously that's the shiny new toy, and then you have to worry about retention, right? And I think that starts at the top with with the culture that um, Marco, the general manager, and, and the, the division heads are leading is that. You know, we've even had some team members, you know, come and then uh, and then leave for other resorts and then ask to come back. Yeah. Uh, and and to me, that is a sign of we're doing something right. And again, it starts with the leadership at the top, and um, we're just driving that culture of a really a family environment 
and it, and it is luxury driven. Um, and it's a fun place to be, you know, we, we enjoy working with each other. We enjoy, uh, you know, showcasing the resort and just based on site inspections and things that we do uh, and try to be unique, special and different when you get their buy-in, it just translates to success. So. And again, I just, I love how you all incorporate everybody. So let's talk about the property a little bit because I, it's like you guys do buyouts. And so, um, for people that like, first off, let me just back up the, the, the diversity and the training for the Jewish, the Indian, the LGBTQ, everything was executed so well. And not only was it something that was talked about that like, you know, Brian and I talk all the time, it was actually done and done the right way. And again, that goes back to training, but that was amazing. Like how, how you all did that. And then I just want to highlight like the decor because there's this, there's this little stigma. I think that's the right word in our industry that if you do a hotel wedding, it's cookie cutter and everything looks the same and it's all packaged and the chicken tastes like rubber. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? So it's like, that is not at all a concern there. And not only are you all selling things and selling an idea and selling something culturally, that's very different, being able to not pull it off, which is what happened to us at that Christmas wedding. It wasn't her, the so it wasn't her fault. It, it was no one's fault. It's how you react and it's how you communicate. And that's where, you know, you got to have people jump in and doing things, but I don't know. It was, it was just, I'm like, can we go back? <laughs> I'm thinking about <laughs> Let's go back right now. I'm like, can we just go back? And then y'all, when we were leaving, it's like the next big thing coming up was Tulum because you all have something, you know, going on in Tulum too. Conrad does. And, but I also want to highlight the, the relationships and the connections that were made with like the planners, you know, like from all the different places. I'm on a two group text with people. I mean, one of them has over 35 people in it. I think Brian started it. And, um, and like, we still group text and, you know, about different things. Like the other Sunday, somebody was like, where can I get really cool? Like these pool floats that were at, you know, in Punta Mita Conrad. Right. And so Brian's like, oh, check this out. Um, Angela has a pink cell phone float. <laughs> so it's just, everybody is still like, you know, going back and talking about it. And so give us a little bit of perspective on like, because I know some people, they hear Indian wedding and they're like, oh my God, that's like a thousand people. and then. But I mean, the rooms and the facilities and the, the property, the way it's laid out is done so well logistically because it's not too big, but it's not too small. And there's, there's enough restaurants. And so tell us a little bit about like just the, you know, that part of it so that people know conceptually what we're talking about numbers. Sure, sure. So uh, the resort itself, going back to the kind of the destination, we're the largest uh, currently, we're the largest luxury resort in the destination. So 323 guest rooms um, with 59 suites. And, you know, that's our biggest strength and our greatest weakness, right? Because we need to fill more rooms than than our competitors do. Um, but at the same time, we're able to offer something unique to, to you and your clients, right? So we've done weddings that are three-day buyouts all the way down to like 10 people that are looking to do something intimate. And your point of how the resort is laid out is, you know, there's a main building and then nine casas that work their way down to the ocean front. And so 
you know, we can do some really special things for smaller, smaller weddings where we can do buyouts of those individual casas. So, you know, you may have a collection of five or six rooms in multiple buildings, but that's your family, your friends, your wedding party. So you kind of have your own, you know, bubble, if you will, within the resort. And again, we do also have those where, uh, and, and primarily we see that in, in Mexican culture weddings where they want to buy the whole place out and they throw three-day parties that are just nonstop with their, you know, where we can explore and extend noise curfews because again, they're not disturbing anyone but their own guests and it's crazy. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, so that's a little bit about the resort. Um, in regards to the, your question or your point about, you know, how we hit those different cultures, it was really important for us to nail that and not just fake it. So we reached out to really like industry leading subject matter experts in each of those areas and had them come in and not only educate our staff, but we did have some other sister hotels as well as you guys come through and, and, and learn from some of the best in the industry. And they helped us orchestrate those events. They were like helping us architect, uh, you know, what part of the resort and what are the things that we really have to nail. And I think it came off very well and authentic. And that was the, the goal, right? And you know, going back to how we invited all of you and how we continue to engage with you, we didn't do it the traditional route with like an email. We, we did it through social media. And I think when we did that, it did kind of help, you know, marriage, if you will, uh, everybody, right? Because we were seeing each other in a different way. We were connecting on Instagram and I could see, you know, we could connect on Instagram. I can see how you live your life and things that you do and find common interests differently through social media. And it's amazing, like, how that chat continued even on after, uh, you know, after everybody departed. And um, I think when we were all done, uh, we realized this was quickly going to become a legacy event for Hilton. And knowing yes. that we were opening a new Conrad in Tulum, they immediately had their hand up of, like, we want to be the next host. So I think they're working through that now um, to be the next host for a crazy little thing called Love Part 2. <laughs> Well, and like, again, it's just, um, it, 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 it was just, it was so well done. And then on social media, people, um, you know, in our industry, they're like, how do you go to these things? Like, how do you right. get to do these things? And I'm like, well, first off, let's not compare your today to my today. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm in my forties. I've worked for 20 years, retired out and said, I'm just going to do like B2B consulting and like keep our life cycle clients. And then like the executive travel and le leisure travel, just because when I'm speaking at these conferences and all over the world, connecting with entrepreneurs, like you can't even imagine some of the experiences sometimes in, in some of its culture, oh, yeah. but like you learn a lot. And then it's like, if you're, if you don't share that with anybody, what good is it doing? And what was so cool about those planners, and and I don't know strategically how it, how you all chose what, but it's like you got to have some pre-qualification, right? You can't be in business for two years, never done a damn destination wedding, never been out of the country. You don't have a free, freaking passport, but you want to be a destination planner and come to a luxury event. Who are you going to sell to? Who are you going to talk to? Do you have an audience? Right. You know, it's just like, and I love that people are asking the questions, like the go-getters, the hustlers. And I'm like, in weddings in the, in, in America, like you got to put your blood, sweat and tears in and how some of these girls get in, walk into the luxury market is they do an internship <laughs> and, yep. then, and if they do a great job and they are genuinely passionate about people, you can't fake that. You can't teach that. I can teach a lot of stuff, but I can't 
teach people how to love people and how to have empathy. And when someone is complaining or screaming or cussing at you, you don't know what happened to them that morning. It may have nothing to do with you. You just happen to be the victim in front of them at the moment. And I learned that from working in a mental hospital as a therapist. And so I always try to, you know, teach the people around us, like, you don't just fall into these things. Like you got to work for it. And, and I think social media is a great tool. But if someone said to you, like, how do you get to these events? Like, what would your answer be? <laughs> because that's, we get it all well, there the time. Was, yeah, there was some definitely some serious FOMO uh, via social media, right? So, yeah. um, you know, when we had some of the industry leading, you know, destination wedding planners, that was the goal, right? In partnership with some media. So we did have some media join us as well. So when you combine, you know, those heavy hitters in the wedding destination weddings market and the media and people start seeing, you know, these posts and these reels and all these things happening on social media, they're like, I want to be there, which was awesome because that was the goal. Right. And, um, and so honestly, I think for us, like in order to participate in the event, it, it is to be someone that, you know, has experience in this space that, that has uh, a connection to a clientele that's looking at a luxury destination wedding. Um, and, you know, people like yourself that are doing, you know, podcasts and, and blogs and blogs, like that's important because the whole, it was an awareness piece, right? To have someone come down and really experience it, that has a connection to the right customer base. And that also can help be that megaphone and share our story. That's what we were looking for. And, and you brought the right people together that naturally clicked because we had that experience. And then we were able to talk about it and appreciate it so much more because you don't get that everywhere. And I will say, it's just the way my schedule worked out, um, but I stayed an extra day. And so, you know how sometimes when you go into an event and like, um, I, and I'm finding this more frequently all over the world where staffing companies are plopping people into these brands and moving them around. They don't know what's going on, but they'll bring in their team for like a luxury wedding but then you, you stay at the hotel weddings over, but then you get like shit service. Like I'm just being real here. <laughs> like, uh, it's just different. Right. So the whole extra day. And then I had um, dinner with media team and, and some of your team members and it, 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 we were, it was all women and we're all like, you know, like very, um, you can just tell like big personality. We had the best time, but the chef came out and, and you, what you were saying, like when they put the food down in front of us, cause it was like the normal restaurant food. It wasn't the special event food. And like, right. how is this going to be? Right. But it was all, so just experiencing the restaurant is like, you know, seven of us sitting there for dinner. It was still consistent. The presentation was amazing. We couldn't stop video. <laughs> and, and, um, I, I, I was like, um, can we like turn up the lights a little bit? I know it's like nine o'clock at night and it's, and they were like, yeah, I was like, I just want to get a little bit. And then the girls were like, oh, let me just shine my iPhone uh, flashlight on there. And then that, and then that, you know, everyone jumped in, which means everyone's proactive and everyone wants to help. And it was just, you still got that same experience, you know, when the event was over. So I, I do want you to know that. And then for, um, and again, just the, the going back to the stigma of selling something and then actually being able to execute it. Some of the vendors and the partners that they're all local and y'all like, they're not doing like chair cover the stigma of, Oh, the hotels don't have it. When you work with partners like that, who are so creative and out of the box and so on top of trends, I would, again, for an island, I was just like, wow, 
this this was amazing. It, it really was. What what did y'all do ahead of time, like with your vendor partners to like create all this stuff? Like, what did y'all do ahead of time to research like the trends of what you thought was going to happen, you know, coming out of COVID? Because y'all nailed it. I mean, you really freaking nailed it. It was amazing. Thank so, you. So what were those discussions uh, yeah. like? <laughs> I think, you know, going back to, uh, you know, the planning that you saw as it pertained to like what outfits to wear and all of that. So as we were piecing things together and, and for me, you know, I was able to bring my plus one too. So my wife came. Um, so it was awesome to be able to showcase, you know, what, what I do in the resort and, and uh, the destination, all that. And she actually has a, a background in weddings. So for her, she was even more excited. But I think for me, like the event that I knew, like, cause you have anxiety going into it, right? You have multi-day event, these amazing plans, but that opening night reception, the white party on the beach, and seeing the level of decor that went into that, um, that's when I like all anxiety went away because we nailed it, you know, um, it was amazing. And, and we can talk about the specific event itself. But I think for me, going to our partners and explaining the thought, right? Like, listen, we know weddings is going to continue to live on. We have a huge um, opportunity with the weddings market um, and, and really be a true partner. And how can you help us? And this is our thought of like how we want to design the event. And how can you add that extra value to it? And they bought in too, right? Because again, if, if they're a key partner of ours and we're doing these big weddings, they're going to be a part of it. And so it was really easy, honestly, to, to have them see the vision that we did. Uh, because again, it's so, this market segment is weddings is so important to our success. So again, just sharing the basic idea with them and then you know getting their buy-in on how they could help design the events was great. But, but that opening night reception, the light party on the beach and, you know, it's funny, we went into um, a pre-planning like the day before, like you would for, for a big wedding, right? And so we had the entire team there and we're kind of going day by day, meal period by meal period, event by event. And at the end of um, night one, we were asked, we were, I said, hey, where are the fireworks? And they're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't budget fireworks. I said, what, wait, what? Because we're gonna, we're gonna end this thing the right way. We're gonna kick it off the right way. And so we, uh, we pulled the fireworks uh, together at the last minute, but it was just such a fun event. And we had, um, you know, the fishermen come in with the fresh catch and meet chefs and then sharing a beer. And then that's what the, you know, that's the cuisine we were having on an open fire that night. And it was just so fun. It was just so much fun and a great way to kick it off. I think everyone was like, okay, now I get it. I get it. I get what we're trying to accomplish here um, just off night one. So it was a lot of fun. It was, it was so, so there's like a really funny story about that. Well, first off again, the decor y'all, there were teepees, there were these rugs all over. It was like, which a lot of the people that work there say like, um, it, it's like walking into a living room, you know, like welcoming people. Mm -hmm. It just, it was beautiful. And, and, uh, and again, the pictures and the drone shot, everything looks amazing because you all told people what, what inspiration of things to wear. So it didn't look like this right. hodgepodge of just the, you know, it was just every little thing. Okay. But two things. So the fireworks were flipping amazing. And I mean, <laughs> come on, we see fireworks all the time. Every client does it, you know, um, the longer it is, the more it costs, like, you know, all, but, and, and also too, like on some of these islands, the very first time I ordered fireworks from an island, I'm not going to say where it was. 
um, and the, the amount of US dollars we paid for it in the little box they brought. And I was like, that's the firework where, where I live. There's like 10 pallets <laughs> and I'm a little confused and I'm a little worried. I'm like, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, everybody will be drunk. They'll never, <laughs> I'm like, but I have to ask these questions, right? Like, like if I'm paying you X amount of dollars for a, for a 30 second firework display, what exactly does that look like? And because for, for, for that event, y'all, I mean, it would, it was blown out of the water. And the fact that you did it last minute, like kudos, like that's amazing. But the next insider day, tip on fireworks, insider tip on fireworks. Tell us. So pay for, pay for five minutes and shoot them off in two. So the whole thing is just a grand finale the whole time. And that's really what we wanted to do is to your point, you know, like we see fireworks all the time, but we're on the beach, we're outdoors, we're in Mexico, the weather is exceptional. We've just had a, probably a few margaritas and ate some great, you know, things. And the dance floor was just jamming the whole time. So we almost was like, we didn't want to stop the party, but at the end of the day, we had, it was time, right? So yeah, we, 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 we used five minutes and shot them in two and it was awesome. It was awesome. I think we were up till 4 a.m. And Brian and I mainly been walking <laughs> around with the Zul tequila because that's my favorite. And uh, the bottle, not just the tequila. It was it was amazing. As, it's a funny story. So the next day I'm talking and I'm like, um, I use this at Marco Polo and I'm like, Marco Polo and, and Brian's listening. And um, I'm like, and oh my gosh, I'm like, these fishermen caught this fish and right in the middle of the party, they just walked right through the party with the fish. And then they like cooked it. And um, it was just, I loved like that local feeling like that. That was so cool. And Brian's like, Angela, are you stupid? Like that was all planned. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't just a boat came up with the but they did catch it that day and he's like that that just no and I don't know why I made that up in my head right but that's how local I was getting I was like wow that was just perfect timing I think I had a little bit too much to drink <laughs> and then the next day no it means it works it means it, it was, works well and also to the next day it was it was like everything was planned out perfectly and again it makes sense because you had you know, luxury, but helping you guys. It's like, go to the experts, but you know, when you go to those conferences or a wedding where it's like so effing jam packed and it's like, you don't even have time to like pee or text, you know, check your email or, or whatever. And so the amount of like free time or the optional thing on the last day of like going into town and stuff, I thought was really amazing because you got to go and like experience that. But then we didn't have to think about what activities we wanted to go do. Like, it, it, it was enough free time and, and choices, but not too much to where it's like, damn, we're planners. Like we have to make these decisions all day, every day for people. Like, I don't want to do it for myself. Like that's how I feel, <laughs> but it's like, but then we're control freaks because if we don't control it and communicate, then our experience sucks. So it's like, you know, not a win-win situation, but y'all did all, everything was just done naturally. <laughs> so yeah, I can't. Thank you. Yeah, I think too, like you're, you're all busy too, right? You have, you have, you know, your, your events and stuff, but you also, at the same time, when you're out of office, the world doesn't stop. And so, you know, when we're putting together the agenda, you know, some people may need that, you know, extra hour to check email. The other people were like, Hey, I'm, I want to go lay by the pool or I want to, you know, do this activity or I want to get off property. So we really did try to, you know, think about all of that when we were putting together the agenda. So. I'm, I'm glad the, you appreciated that. We did the funnest things. Like, so there was um, Bollywood dancing and the way that it was done, y'all, yep. is 
it was like leading up to the Indian wedding and then they played some fun songs and it was so cute. And of course I'm like videoing all this because it was like, they wanted to get everybody on the dance floor and we rotated. So I think it was like 30 minutes of like a great workout and like learning three Bollywood dances and, and they were easy, you know, and, and most people got up and they participated. And so it was just, that was so fun. And then what was, there was a, like a yarn thing. I, I can't remember the local name for it, but it was like these um, sticks. Oh, yeah. The I've got, yeah. 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 So it's like uh, the lady was telling us that when a new baby, you know, is born, they like make these uh, symbols so that it like protect, you know, I just, I'm not a history person at all. And I'm not a geography person, but local culture and like learning those little things. I love that stuff. And it's meaningful. Like it means something. And every little thing that was given to us, I mean, we get so much swag stuff, you know, it's like, I didn't want to leave anything. Like I wanted to take everything and I want to take pictures of everything. And I wanted to tell everybody. And I'm just like, it, it was so much fun, but every single person that was there provided value. Every, every person there was nothing. I mean, you know, things happen behind the scenes, I'm sure. But again, it's just, it's how you all, um, train your people and, and you, you preach and then you actually do it, you know, which is, which is really two, mm -hmm. two different things. So one other topic, I want to talk two things, weather and golf course. So talk about sure. the weather because people think Caribbean, Mexico, and the weather could not be any more different than like a Cancun, a Playa del Carmen, a Cabo or, or Pinchamita. So talk to us about that. Sure, sure. Weather-wise, so just to give everyone a, an understanding of where we sit. So we're just about 40-minute drive from Puerto Vallarta. So you'd be flying into Puerto Vallarta uh, is, is the airport. Uh, PVR is the airport code. And we're just 40 minutes north. Um, so we're on the Pacific uh, side of Mexico. And uh, it, it is... Um, very green jungle. We like to say where the jungle meets the sea. So, you know, you have a bit of humidity, but um, really peak season is anytime in the first quarter all the way through to, I would say, June. Uh, and then again, September through the back half of the year, um, we do get a little bit of a rainy season over the summer months. But um, again, it, it's very predictable uh, of when it's going to happen. Um, but it's beautiful. I mean, we get a nice breeze. The humidity, you know, for the most part stays um, pretty low. I mean, we were there at a great time of year. The weather was exceptional. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's a bit about uh, where the location uh, of the hotel is. And from a weather standpoint, you did mention golf. Uh, and so the hotel is within BB2 community, which um, has a golf course, Higuera golf course. Um, it's under new ownership and it's gone through massive um, investment uh improvements and like i'm there every few weeks and every time i go the course has already made a massive improvement so they've redone the clubhouse they've added uh new refreshment stations uh it is like an all-inclusive type golf experience so your food and beverage is included uh in your round of golf uh and the course uh is, is playing extremely well i'm a golfer so i appreciate that uh and seeing those improvements go go a long way um they're looking to open a golf academy and really take it to the next level. I think their, their aspirational target is to be one of the top 10 resort courses in, in all of Mexico. So, uh, yeah, so we're very lucky to have that partner right there in our, in our community. 
Because I mean, it's right across the street. So I'm like obsessed with flying the drone. And, um, but like, I don't get excited unless the camera goes up in the air. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is beautiful. And it doesn't happen everywhere. Like I have that expectation and I build it up in my head. Um, because what happens in some of these places in the Caribbean and some of these beach places we work is that little area is really great, but then you go up aerial and it's like the poverty and just, it's so sad. Right. And so, and some people have to drive past that. The It wasn't like that. Like here, everything is super smooth. It's lush. It's beautiful. And like every single night and every single day, I couldn't stop flying the drone. And then at the end of the trip, my team member was like, you have over three hours of drone footage in three days. She's like, were you changing your batteries and your SD cards? And I'm like, well, I bought a bigger SD card. Thank God. And yeah, I had to change the batteries to run down quickly. And so, but to say that is like the wind was like just the right breeze coming off the beach, but it wasn't too windy to where, like I was just in Portugal and I I could not fly. It, it wouldn't go up. Like the app was telling me it was beeping, but uh, it's just too windy there. And, and it was like that every night. And so the wind factor and when we were there, it was, it was like the weather was perfect. It was, it was just perfect timing. And the sunsets are so relaxing and so beautiful. Like how that resort is positioned and the way that it's built and the way that it's done, every little thing is, is really top notch. It really is. So if somebody wants to learn more about Conrad and Punta Mita. Well, first off, you guys need to like go through the blog because we have a lot of content and pictures and videos and like behind the scene videos of like, this is what I experienced as a planner. So like other planners who do destination events, like, you know, they'll watch it and they know that I'm real and I'm not going to like make it up <laughs> because it will come back and, and haunt me, you know, because people will go somewhere and they're like, well, you said this was blah, 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 blah. And that's happened a little bit pre-COVID to now. And I'm like, listen, there's a lot of changes in hospitality that are good, but then some that are not so good when it comes to pre and post. And so I think it's important to understand for travel and destination weddings. And you said it a few minutes ago, where sometimes for people, this is their first trip post COVID. And some of these people, they're going to a wedding and knowing that like Conrad and, and Punta Mita took all the precautions, everything was super clean, like overly clean, like very clean, <laughs> every little detail, um, because that matters. And again, I started at the airport for a reason, because there's some airports, you know, I've flown into even during COVID before it was really bad. Like I was still traveling and, and doing some consulting and, uh, Mexico had not quite gotten there yet. You know, like they, it was like months behind what was happening in the U S at least in the South. But my gosh, it was like night and day within like a two month turnaround from where I had been there. And then this was when I could still fly and like we weren't shut down. And like I get there and it's like, you know, ev all these things were put into place very quickly. And 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 the Conrad has sustained it. Like, you know how some it's like, oh, mm -hmm. forget this, forget this. And things are going to it's, it wasn't like that at all. Everything was very clean. Um and I tell people, I'm like, if you have any questions about it, like, just ask me. And now I'm going to say, like, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> and like, you know, go watch <laughs> all of these things because it, you know, if, if you're a planner or if you do executive travel or destination or, or luxury, but really events, like any type of event, like 
you guys can pull it off and, and you do the smaller intimate things. I love that you guys have 50, you should say 59 suites. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Not many hotels have that many suites when we're bringing in like VIPs, wedding party, you know, it, it grows very quickly. So it's just good to know, you know, that you, that you guys can do that and, and really make the experience amazing, you know, from the time they land, from the time that they leave. It's, it's really amazing what you guys have done. It, have you, thank you. Last question. I swear. You've sure. probably done so many marketing campaigns in your career. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was this like a one of a kind where it's like you guys were again, like throwing it out, but you also brought in the experts. So you knew it was going to be good. <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> was this one of the most like fun, like what was your experience? Just what, you know, in all the campaigns you've done, like, was this one of the ones that was just different or it's like, Oh no, we do shit like this all the time. <laughs> you know? I don't know. No, no. You know, you know, it's interesting. Like, I think like destination wedding planners are constantly looking for the new, new, and we check both those boxes, right? It's a new destination for the most part for most people that were invited and it's a new brand, right? And so it's a, it's something unique, special and different that you can offer your clients that may, they may not be aware of. And that's why they go to people like you and, and, and wedding planners because they're seeking advice of where can I pull off the wedding of my dreams? And, and that was the goal. But to your question about, is this something we do all the time? Absolutely not. And I think this, what, this market with weddings is so specific that we knew we had to do something different. You've all been to these conferences and seminars and you know meetings and events. We do all these things where we go and we sit in a ballroom and we listen to someone talk. And we knew that's not what we wanted to do. We needed to have you actively experience the resort as a wedding guest. And that was the concept to start. We knew we, knew we needed you to have a little bit of education, but to have it be well done and fun and not just again we're sitting in a ballroom listening to a speaker and half of the people are on their iphone checking their email that's not what we were looking to accomplish we we, we wanted you to come and experience it as a guest and what your clients would experience and that was the goal and i, and I think we did a great job in, in doing so you did and you broke out the little niche brand and i mean you guys have your own instagram account like so yeah. I just, I loved that because that's how super hyper-specific of a, of like the community, you know, that's, that's being built. So we'll link it in the show notes, like the links to, you know, where to look at everything. I did like a bunch of room tours <laughs> and, um, oh, and great. that's just what I love to do. It's like, I'm so visual that, you know, and then we have people that want to read everything, which, you know, you have to do the detailed part of it too, but I'm just so visual. I'm like, okay, if I were a planner or a bride, like this is, these are the things that I would want to see. And again, getting the aerial footage and seeing like on the left and the right and in the front, there's a beautiful golf course. Like it was just the whole landscape. It was just, it's a, it's such a special property. Like so, 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 so special. Like we'll be back. Like Brad and I were talking this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I want to welcome you back anytime you're ready. So, so please take me up on that. Um, and I don't just say that as lip service, but it is an open invitation to have you come back. Um, and again, conradpuntademita.com is our vanity website. I think we've done an exceptional job of creating a sense of place on the website. It, it, obviously, nothing can match the exact experience of being there, but we have done a lot of virtual tours. 
multiple um, you know room, guest rooms and meeting space venues as well as our our outlets and our and our FMB offerings. So I encourage you you know and anyone that has questions to, to check out the Vanity website and then um, CPMWeddings.com you know at Instagram that's a great Instagram account. I know you're going to link it all, but you know that's a great resource for you guys too just to see some of the fun stuff we've done you know and that we're going to continue to do uh, with the weddings market. This is awesome. Thank you so much for your time. No, my pleasure. Thank you. So cool. And if you're watching or listening, thank you so much for tuning in to Business Unveiled. Be sure to tune in next week to another episode. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.